welcome to a new episode of the Property Side Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Paul, and this is a podcast for people looking to get started in property. And we release episodes every single day, if the day is either a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. And we like to give a balanced view of property strategies and give you little daily nuggets of information to help you on your way. What you won't get on this podcast is me talking about how you can become financially free in five minutes. On this podcast, we do like to live a little closer to reality. Now, the podcast has had a little bit of a short break for a couple of weeks, and we are all of a sudden, (laughs) I don't know how this has happened, uh, we're all of a sudden heading towards October. Um, It's October, no, it's September 17th as I record this, Um, and and you may well be listening to it on the day I've released it, because it's going to be released today as well, this podcast. Um, But yeah. Fast heading towards October. Can you believe it? There are less than 100 sleeps till Christmas. Um, Somebody, you know what? Somebody told me that just the other day, yesterday or the day before, and it really deflated me, you know, because I'm trying to cling on to the last little bit of summer. Um, I'm just not a winter person at all. I love the summer. Not that we've really had one where I live in the northwest of the UK, but how is it almost October? It's just frightening. Anyway, now I've thoroughly depressed you and you're starting to think and panic about Christmas, let's crack on with today's episode. Now, today I want to cover deal analysis and in particular how not to fall into making mistakes when looking at the numbers on your deal analyzer um, or your deal spreadsheet. I see a lot of sources out there provide brochures or information on deals and they are super positive regards potential capital growth. You know, they, they forecast the best case scenario um, and, and even a complete newbie investor right now with half a brain will know that capital growth is very uncertain right now and it, it's tougher now to hang your hat on expected growth even when you're looking at the data from the past, obviously, because <laughs> that's all gone out the window, hasn't it, with COVID-19 and the situation the economy's in and the property market's in right now. You know, even the experts are, are guessing to a certain certain extent about how quickly the economy will bounce back or recover from COVID. You know, as I record this, there are more and more local lockdowns being announced. Uh, where I live, we're under threat of a local lockdown. And I think, to be quite honest, it's just a matter of time till that does happen. And cases are rising again nationally, and the government have refused this week to rule out a second national lockdown later in the year. So to think about positive capital growth and factor it into your numbers or your brochures when you're you're presenting those to your investors as a deal sourcer, it simply has to come with a, with a caveat, which is underlined heavily in black ink, you know, stating that any capital growth in the short term, at least, is to a certain extent uncertain. But this is where we think, you know, this is what we think may happen based on the thoughts of the economic experts out there. You know, so rule number one is if you like to give your investors an idea of potential growth, then give a balanced view. You know, a best case, worst case scenario and somewhere in between, somewhere in the middle there. 
You know, and the same goes for property prices as well. Now, at the moment, we're seeing prices increase as demand surges, largely due to stamp duty relief saving investors money. But come next spring, who knows where the economy is going to be? You know, what effects the winter will have? You know, what's going to happen with COVID over the next few months and over the winter period? And how the property market will be performing? You know, again, a best case, worst case scenario is the best option if you're looking to show potential resale values in the short term. I think a lot of newbies fall into the trap of, shall we say, fudging the numbers and making deals work. Um, You might be desperate for a deal to stack, but you have... You have to not be emotional about it and you need to look at the cold, hard facts. You know, don't expect to add £30,000 worth of, of value to a property by refurbishing it. You know, if the local stats don't back up that kind of valuation, you know, you, you've, you've, got, you've, got to, you've got to find the data to back it up. Always make sure you account for contingencies and hidden costs when carrying out any sort of refurb on a property. If, for example, you're knocking the property back to brick, then my experience tells me my contingencies need to be that bit higher, at least initially anyway. You know, if it's a minor decor job and you're throwing a bit of paint around, not literally, um, you'll, you'll have, you know, you're going to have a lower contingency, but you still need to factor in for those hidden costs as, you know, uncovering dry rot or the house needs re- rewiring, God forbid, or you inherit a leaky roof, even worse. You know, these things can knock out your figures and make a good deal, a very bad deal, or one where you're struggling to break even. You know, this brings me on to return on investment. So if you're looking to buy a house, carry out a refurbishment, and either refinance or sell for a profit, then you'll want a certain level of return on your capital. Now, I know investors out there who want a 20% return and they'll not look at anything below that number. You can show them something at 18 19%, not good enough. They want 20% and they want that buffer, you know, in place. And if they walk away with a 15% profit when all said and done at the end of the day, then they see that as a good deal. And that's the reason why they've got that, they've got that contingency built into their return. So when they're looking initially at a deal, if it hasn't got that buffer of you know a twenty percent return, so worst case scenario, I might make fifteen percent. You know they're not interested, and that's how some investors approach it. However, if you are, let's say you're analysing and you're over exaggerating all the costs, you know you're being a bit too uh, cautious. So you're exaggerating all the costs involved. So the refurb, you're adding a bit more, bit more onto there. The legals, the contingencies, the mortgage costs, the running costs. Then you're going to struggle to make any property work in reality. So it's about finding the right balance, isn't it? You know, the right balance with the numbers. And like I said, you've got to deal in cold, hard figures, not emotions. You can't let emotions creep into it when you're trying to crunch the numbers. You know, don't ever 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 make a deal work on paper if you've done your homework and you're looking at the figures and you're thinking oh it doesn't quite work um maybe i can spend a little bit less maybe my contingency is a bit too high 
<laughs> you know what, you need to take a step back. If you've done your homework and you're looking at it and it's a little bit close and you're thinking, you know, does it work, doesn't it work? You know, it's all good and well assuming your refurb will cost 5K, but you can't expect it to add 30K value from a 5K refurb. You know, it's all good and well saying it'll sell for 30K more because there's a property in the next town over that looks similar and that's all for a good price. You know, comparables need to be comparable to the property you have on your hands. Oh, do they both have off-road parking or not? Does the flow of the property inside work? Are they similar? Or does each room lead on to another? You know, what about the square footage? What's the pounds per square foot? What's the going rate? How does that match up? Is it comparable? Is it comparable? Is the property backing onto a main road? Is it noisy? Does it have a big garden? Is it comparable to yours? People really struggle with this, and it's my number one bugbear when I see deals and they show comparables. You know, I, I look at the comparables and I see that they're 10 miles away or they're, they're just completely different. There's something that sets them apart and makes them not a comparable or a good comparable. You know, you've got to be sensible and not make things work on paper for the sake of it. Now I'm giving away a free rent to rent online course but only till the end of this month so if you're listening to this in october of 2020 or later um you've missed out it ends on the last day of september 2020 all you have to do to get the free rent to rent course is purchase our deal sourcing course it's all online so you get two for the price of one this month only i can't stress that enough this september I know it's not stupidly expensive like the gurus out there would have you paying. All you're going to pay is one low fee. The fee is a one-off fee and you get lifetime access to all the content online. And what's more, the content is continually being updated so it's ever-evolving and growing over time. To jump on the offer now, uh, visit the site www.psnproperty.com forward slash property dash training or you can check the show notes i'll pop the web link in there and that's almost it for today's podcast episode hope you enjoyed it uh, it's been the first one back for me um after a little break and i you know, hope you really took something from it because it's a super super common problem um you know most property brochures out there as i see for deals that have been sourced have errors in them got oversights they've just not done the homework properly or they fudged the numbers to try and make it work and they just hope somebody will buy it you know come on you need to up your game if that's you um so just remember check those figures keep it based on fact and not emotion so if you enjoyed the show today uh, be sure to subscribe and also leave us a review on apple Podcasts. that would be amazing and if you'd like to email me and ask any property questions, it's support at psmproperty.co.uk. That's all for this one. Till next time, stay safe and take it easy.